And now, it's time once again for the show that gives glorious voice to 25 million business owners across the fruited plain. Radio Free Enterprise with Frank Felker. Thank you, Dude Walker. Yes, indeed, I am Frank Felker. Welcome back to Radio Free Enterprise. My guest today is Tyler Wagner. Tyler is a master book marketer and the creator of Authors Unite, calling in from Miami, Florida. Tyler Wagner, welcome to Radio Free Enterprise. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Tyler, it's pretty amazing what you've been able to accomplish. You've helped hundreds of authors become Amazon bestsellers, USA Today, and Wall Street Journal bestsellers. And we're going to talk today about how you do that and how you could do it for somebody watching or listening today. But I want to start out with, you know, this sounds great, but what does it really mean to me as an individual? What, what would becoming a USA Today or Wall Street Journal best-selling author mean for my business or my career? So I think there's, uh, there's a lot of things with that, but I'll, I'll try to unpack um, some of the top ones that we've seen with our, with our clients. Um, so first thing, I, I believe to get there, right, you have to sell typically in, in a given week at least 5,000 copies of your book. So I think that that's kind of one of the biggest things, right? So 5,000 new people are um, going to read your book and then the chance of word of mouth taking over and that book spreading outward from there um, is way higher. My, my firm belief is the reason that most authors fail and fail is um, different for everybody, but uh, meaning that their book doesn't reach their expectations of sales is because the book never gets in enough hands to begin with for that to actually have a chance of happening. Hmm. So, um, so I think that's the first thing. Uh, second, from a branding perspective, what I always point people toward is, you know, look at some of the biggest authors in the world, um, their social medias, and uh, like Tony Robbins, another one's like Russell Brunson of ClickFunnels. I think he's a really good example. Um, he became a New York Times bestseller, and he's the founder of like a $100 million company, ClickFunnels. And if you go to his LinkedIn, he lists actually New York Times bestseller first, and then co-founder of ClickFunnels second. Hmm. So it, it just shows you like the importance And Tony Robbins, I believe, I don't know if it still is, but his first listing was New York Times bestseller. Um, there's a book, uh, Never Split the Difference. I'm blanking on the author's name on his Instagram. It's Wall Street Journal bestselling author. When you become USA Today, Wall Street, or New York Times, I believe it's, it's typically your first and highest um, accolade that you list on all of your uh, socials. Um, and then speaking fees, also uh, getting clients, like a lot of our clients have uh, courses or consulting that they offer um, on the back end of their book. So when you generate, you know, five to 20,000 sales um, to get on these lists, you know, obviously you're getting some opt-ins and uh, most likely people are purchasing other things from you too sometimes. So um, there's a few to, to start. Okay. So it can translate into dollars and cents in the door uh, in terms of mm -hmm. charging higher fees as a consultant, earning higher fees as a speaker, uh, the actual generation of, of royalties from book sales and that kind of thing. Are we talking about primarily here uh, nonfiction business how-to books? 
Yeah, so we, we actually do uh, fiction books as well, but primarily our uh, target audience or author is a nonfiction uh, business or self-help how-to. Okay. Now, you know, we've all heard stories about authors who have spent a lot of money out of their own pocket to have copies of their books purchased at retail outlets uh, in order to game the system and get their book jacked up onto whatever list you'd like. But that's not what you're talking about here. What you're talking about is promoting books in such a way that hundreds or even thousands of people are spending their own money individually to buy the book, which also has it run up the uh, run up the scale. Does that sort of sum up what you do? Yeah, I mean, pretty much. Um, and I can tell the backstory a little bit uh, if you think it'd be Please. helpful. Yeah. Um, so, uh, you know, basically, I, I've been doing this now for about 10 years. And what happened is, is if, if you go online uh, in, on Google and just type in like ebook sites, ebook promotion sites, there's like thousands of them. And uh, nine, 10 years ago, when I first started doing this, I would test those out because I, I could only do Amazon bestseller for my clients for like the first five years. So I would actually purchase uh, part of the marketing plan that we would do for our clients. Just one piece was these email lists. And so I would actually purchase some of them and isolate them to see what results they would get uh, for my clients when going for Amazon bestseller. And from doing that, what I came to realize very quickly is like 99%, uh, let's say, like didn't really produce any results. Thankfully, we did other marketing efforts that did. So the client, you know, still got the result they were after, but it, did, it wasn't coming from these email lists. But from all that trial and error, I did find like 10 to 15, depending on genre, that would consistently produce results. So essentially what I did is I, I brought them together and I was like, hey, if we can uh, isolate one to two books per week and just focus on those primarily and mail them out to these lists, um, do Facebook ads, there's some other types of paid advertising we'll do too, I think we can start hitting these major lists. Because um, as you know, and look, I think being an Amazon bestseller is better than not being one, but it's categorical. And um, if you put the book in an easy category, you don't really need that many sales. Um, mm -hmm. When it comes to Wall Street USA Today, there is no, you can't uh, game it, let's say. Like you, you definitely need at least 5,000 sales to have a shot. Um, so either way, based off of all the testing I'd done, I knew if we could just isolate one to two books, we could probably get that. We did our first one like five years ago. It sold 4,800 and the guy hit number eight on Wall Street Journal. And then ever since then, we've continued to do it. And um, now typically our clients are getting anywhere from seven to 20,000 sales wow. um, in a week. And then they're hitting these, um, these lists. Yeah. And I just want to reiterate that when it comes to promotion, that's been used for years, probably over a century, to promote films and books and uh, concert tickets and record albums and you name it. I mean, it's just a part of the entertainment business is promoting your property. So it's, uh, you know, in some movies, for example, they spend more on promotion than they do on producing the movie. So that just <laughs> highlights, you know, yeah. how important it is. Now, I would... Be willing to bet, to bet that in terms of you, who you will accept to work with, 
because you're going back to these same lists and, and offering books on a fairly frequent basis for sale, that these books need to have some value to them. They need to be relatively well written at least, and that they solve a particular problem for a given audience. Is that a fair statement? Yeah, what, so what's cool about it is, so the answer is yes, but also that the way we've built the business, uh, because we do focus primarily on the marketing side, is by partnering with uh, publishers. Mm. So what happens is like, I, I've partnered with a lot of publishers that I trust, um, you know, are only, and, and they're really the ones doing the vetting process. So I know from certain publishers, like if the book is coming to us to do one of these campaigns, in all honesty, I don't really need to vet it that much, just mm -hmm. as long as I know that the actual topic um, will align with our audience. Um, but as long as that's the case, I know that you know these publishers I'm speaking of, like I trust them enough that the book is going to be in a good standing by the time it gets to us. That's great. And that's a, that's a great benefit of you having done this for this long and put together these partnerships that you know, uh, you know, that, that they're doing the vetting and the sort of the bird dogging for you to find the good books. Now, can you tell us uh, like a success story of a particular client? Uh, and the way I'd like for you to do it is here's where they were before they came to you. This is what you were able to do for them. Here's where they are now. Yeah, for sure. So there, there are a lot that come to mind. I actually, uh, literally like an hour and a half ago, I just did a testimonial interview with a client that we just did a campaign for. Perfect. So he's really fresh. So I'll, um, I'll speak to him. So we did his campaign like two or three weeks ago and he hit number one, Wall Street Journal. And then number two was Oprah Winfrey's book. Nice. So that was, um, yeah, that's been really cool in a lot of ways because as soon as that hit, you know, basically now we're using it as a testimonial, right? And it's it's working really well. But um, essentially, I actually exactly how you just asked me that is how I um, asked him, and uh, basically he said prior to working with us on Amazon, the highest rank that his ebook had hit was rank two thousand in the whole store. Um, when we ran his campaign, I, I think he definitely hit top 10 in the entire Amazon Kindle store wow. um, throughout the week. And then obviously number one in all of nonfiction, because that translates pretty closely to Wall Street Journal's list. Um, and then, you know, number one, Wall Street Journal. And then um, what he said so far, it, it's very recent, right? So he said one thing is because he's ahead of Oprah a lot of people in his circle are talking about it. and even his daughter um, like told his uh, teacher <laughs> about it. Like my dad's book beat Oprah's <laughs> book. <laughs> so um, either way though, we'll see what all his benefits are down the road. He is a public speaker and he does on, he does plan on doing a um, series of these books. Um, the book's called 22 talk shifts and the author's name's Krister Ungerbach. Um, just for anybody listening, if they want to mm -hmm. check out the book. And um, so I think in a few months is when he'll really see like that um, ROI, right? From the public speaking, he's doing a book series. He's um, he asked me actually to introduce him to a literary agent. So uh, one of the one of his ideas potentially is to get a traditional publishing deal by leveraging the results mm -hmm. that he got with this book, right? Um, so that's just 
that's one of our most recent examples that I could share. Great. And what what's the topic about? It sounds like uh, communication oriented. Yeah, communication oriented. Yep. Okay. Now you've touched on something a couple of times that I think I want to make clear, which is uh, being a bestseller does not require you to be number one on the list. That mm-hmm. uh, how do you define what a bestseller is? Great question. So uh, the best way for me to describe it is there's five major uh, lists, right? Amazon, Barnes and Noble, USA Today, Wall Street, and New York Times. So they all little differently. For for Wall Street Journal, in this case, there's a top ten list. So as long as they hit one of the ten spots on the Wall Street Journal and it's printed in the physical paper. Mm-hmm. Um, then I would say they're a Wall Street Journal bestseller. If they hit number one, then obviously they're they're a number one Wall Street bestseller. Um, USA Today is a top 150. Um, New York Times, depending on which one it is, is a top 10. Um, and then uh, Amazon's categorical. So um, there's it depends on how many categories there's are. I guess there's maybe mm-hmm. thousands of lists on there. And then Barnes and Noble is more of like a top 100 um, list. Okay. Now, um, in addition to helping people become bestsellers, you also, if we go to authorsunite.com, we see quite a number of other services. And again, you touched on something that I wanted to come back to and ask whether or not this is something you help authors with, which is if you get your book in the hands of 5,000 or 10,000 or however many thousand people uh, during this bestseller campaign, potentially these are new members of your tribe. Uh, and that there are various techniques you can use within the content of the book to get somebody to, let's say, register to receive a bonus or the audio version or, or something like that. And as a result, then, they give you their contact information, usually at least first name and uh, email address. Is that something you help people with? Or what sort of add-on uh, services do you guys offer? So we do. We help people like build the, their sales funnels and like the back end um, uh, of their uh, websites and stuff. But what I always tell people, if, if there is a business tied to it, and even, honestly, even if you were a fiction author, it wouldn't be a bad idea to do if you plan on um, doing like a series or multiple books. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, one of the things we tell people is in the beginning of the ebook, have some sort of uh, a link that is an opt-in, right? So what we've seen work really well, I'll actually, I'll give an example of one. Um, his name is Dan Henry, Digital Millionaire Secrets is the book. And he had a, his book like teaches um, you how to grow a business online. And then he had links throughout the book and one within the first like 20 pages so that you can see it. Even if you don't buy the book, it's in the look inside feature right. of Amazon. And um, from our campaign, I don't know exactly how many opt-ins he got, but he said he got a lot and that he actually uh, made a lot of sales from it as well. So people would buy the book, opt-in, and then he had a course um, that he sold, and then it goes up into a mastermind, and there's a whole value ladder. But um, I think I always tell my clients, like, there's no reason not to have that, right? So even if it's something like an action guide, we've seen that work well. So in the first few pages, like, before you uh, continue reading or before you start reading, go here to download your action guide that will maximize your reading experience. Mm-hmm. 
And, um, you know, because if you get a few thousand opt-ins or a few hundred opt-ins, that can lead, like you said, that they're your tribe now. And the unfortunate thing of Amazon is even though people buy your stuff, you don't get that customer data. Right. So you have to actually place things in your book. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they get between you and the readers, no question. It's mm -hmm. funny you should mention that. Uh, I'm sure you've heard of Pat Flynn. Uh, he's yeah. a famous internet marketer and author. And he wrote a book called Will It Fly? And it has to do with testing your idea before you sink a bunch of money into creating a business to sell a product or service nobody wants. So first you need to find out, will it fly? And he did just what you described. I was looking at the uh, look inside feature on Amazon Kindle of his book. And right there on the first page was click this link to get my free online course. And, you know, and I knew I'd have to register and whatever. The interesting thing was, once I saw that, I bought the ebook and the hardcover, or not the hardcover, paperback and audiobook, just so to see how he had tied that into everywhere. And the interesting thing to me was, I really enjoyed the course and got a lot out of it. Did not like the book at all. Didn't mm. enjoy reading it, didn't enjoy listening to the audiobook. But <laughs> I'm on his uh, email list now until I, as I like to say, I either buy, die, or opt out. Now, <laughs> I see that you got, you will even uh, help people like create a website uh, for themselves or their book. What where what areas do you not go into? It might be easier way to carve this out. What sort of things do you feel like you really can help people with, and what sort of things are you not uh, trying to help people with? Um, you know, it's a good question. So the way here I'll mention this and I'm uh, I'm not even trying to like plug this course but it's just it's kind of fitting with what you asked. Mm -hmm. So I have this course coming out soon called Infinite Partnership System and it teaches how we grew our business really primarily through um, partnerships. So what happened is once I started to focus on book marketing the way we built it is I would my team and I now I have a team of like now I think we're at like 15 salespeople. And we don't ever really do like direct sales. We reach out to ghostwriters, edit publishers, and PR agencies to build uh, strategic partnerships with them. And then they refer to us for uh, the book marketing, and then we'll refer to them for other things like editing. Oh, that's great. And, but what's happened is when you build a business that way, now we're at a point where my team and I have had over 5,000 partnership conversations over the years so far. And what that's really allowed us to do, and this was like an unknown benefit when I started building the business this way, is those partners, you can like collaborate on other things. Like it's not just a referral relationship. It's like, okay, um, I have 20 literary agents that refer to me for book marketing and I know what all of their specialties are. Hmm. So now when somebody comes to Authors Unite and they're looking to go the traditional route, I have a team of 20 literary agents that I can like send them the info and actually the deal can flow through Authors Unite, hmm. you know? So, and there, and then the same thing with sometimes with um, with like publishers or, or ghostwriters or editors is a good example. So I have like hundreds of ghostwriters I know, hundreds of editors that they're not um, like in-house. They're not just working for Authors Unite, but I know all of their expertise is what they focus on as far as genres. 
And so when somebody needs editing, I can have it come through Authors Unite and then use one of my partner editors or ghostwriters. So the reason I position it like that is like in-house, we really focus on the marketing and we do publishing as well. But as far as the editing, ghostwriting, PR, like that's all my partners that are kind of behind the Authors Unite brand is the best way to put it. Well, that's great. That uh, makes a lot of sense. And congratulations on putting that together over the years. Uh, clearly, you you must be treating people correctly or they wouldn't partner with you or at least stay partners with you. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So, Tyler, the, the uh, elephant in the room that's uh, been going uh, unacknowledged is how much does all of this wonderfulness cost? Uh, I would like <laughs> to uh, become, let's say, a Wall Street Journal or a USA Today bestselling author. How much is that going to set me back? Yeah. So for our bestseller campaigns, it's a pretty wide range. Uh, It's anywhere from low five figures to mid five figures um, for those sort of uh, campaigns from Amazon to USA Today, Wall Street. And then if you were, you know, going for something like New York Times, that's uh, it's it's a whole different story. But that uh, the budget necessary to move that amount of books and have a chance that could be potentially in the six figure range. Okay. All right. And how long does it take? Let's say I reached out to you today and my book is already published and it's all ready to be promoted. How long before I become a a bestseller on one of these lists? So it depends on the list. Um, So like Amazon, Barnes and Noble, those uh, we could do within about 30 days or so um, from, from you engaging us. Uh, when it comes to USA Today, Wall Street, that just depends on our timeline. So right now we're capable um, of doing up to two per week that we like feel comfortable with our marketing capabilities. So right now we're booking into August, September uh, for that. So if you were to engage us now and uh, we're in, oh, this is bad. We're in May right now. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, I was like March. So, so we're in May. So if you were to engage us now, we could do it um, August, September time. And then uh, for New York Times, uh, that you'd really want to uh, you'd want to start that way earlier because that's more of like a pre-order type of situation. The, the other bestseller lists, our strategy is more discounting the ebook mm-hmm. um, and that all the sales actually happen in the same like week. Right. Whereas a New York Times, you really want to start like six to nine months, potentially even longer. And it's a full like pre-order campaign uh, strategy. Great. That was very clear. So if somebody is watching or listening and they do want to learn more about this, what's the best way for them to connect with you? So uh, if you're interested in this, the best way is just authorsunite.com. And if you fill out the application at the bottom of the homepage, that will then prompt you to schedule a time with me or somebody from uh, our team. And if you have any questions, um, we do have a little uh, chat. Uh, it is a real person, but obviously the initial message is like a bot. Um, and you can uh, ping us a message there and we're happy to, to answer there. Great. Well, I'm looking forward to, uh, when, when is that course coming out, your partnership course? Uh, so that will be June 7th, so about two weeks. Okay, that's coming right up. Well, mm-hmm. I'm looking forward to learning more about that. But uh, we're just about out of time, but I always like to close by asking my guest if 
There's some question I have not asked you or a thought that has come to mind that you'd like to share before we sign off. Oh, that's a good question. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> um, no. No, I, I would just say this. One of the things that I've seen uh, by because we do a lot of the marketing side is a lot of times people, they get referred to us and we can still do the campaign, but they end up having to wait longer than they anticipated because they didn't think about the marketing uh, far enough in advance. So I would just say if you are an author or soon to be author rather, just like instead of just focusing on one thing at a time, I suggest like think about have the end in mind and really plan that out in the beginning. Like get your marketing team ready before the book is even finished, right? Like get your PR team ready so that hmm. everything actually works out in a proper timeline for you. That's great advice. Well, Tyler Wagner, thank you so much for joining me today on Radio Free Enterprise. Mm -hmm. Thanks for having me. Thanks again to Tyler, and thank you for joining us. Until next time, I'm Frank Felker saying I'll see you on the radio. Forgiving your entrepreneurial sins with a gentle wave of his microphone, here's Frank Felker.